If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Thursday to everyone in the sports universe. It is March the 3rd, 2022. This is the AM Drive on 12 on Sports. We are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carbella saying, Aaron, happy NLL Thursday to you, sir. And a happy NLL Thursday to you as well. Thank you once again for holding it down uh, while I had some business to attend to. Um... I didn't actually get to hear who you went with in NASCAR because I wasn't able to, uh, I was able to basically walk and chew gum. I had to leave and get ready and I didn't turn on the show. So just a quick rundown of your, your NASCAR bets for me. Uh, so I know what to bet on this, uh, this weekend in Las Vegas. I've got Toyota to win at plus 375. I had a winner at Kyle Busch for a 12 to one. Ryan Blaney over William Byron in the matchup, and Denny Hamlin over Chase Elliott in a matchup. All right, so who who drives Toyotas? Is, is all those guys drive Toyotas? It sounds like that's some pretty good odds for one car company like manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Blaney is minus one forty seven, and he drives Toyota. William Byron is drives a Chevy. He's a Hendrick car, and then Denny Hamlin also drives a Toyota. He's minus one ten, and Chase Elliott drives a. Chevy and Chase Elliott does not usually race well near as William Byron at Vegas. So I'm kind of confused as to why those guys had such good odds even to win. So I'm definitely fading them this week. That, that they might be a good idea. Race well there. It might be the popular picks and they just they uh, made them the favorites because people will throw money on them. So, yep. all right, let's rock and roll. Let's make a little money this weekend with some NASCAR. And shout out Charlie B for coming on the show today. Cannot wait to have him in segment three. Absolutely. That's going to be fun. That's a different take on NLL because we've had players on, we've had coaches on, and now we're going to throw a little bit of a, of a wrench into that. Uh, we don't want to spoil it. We'll, uh, we'll let you guys know. Segment 3, 1030 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure you're checking into that. By the way, Aaron, did you know last week you called Callum Crawford to have a hat trick and he scored four goals? Yeah, I was listening well, to the show. I did, uh, I, I did make a Twitter post that says, it was basically a PSA to all the NLL players. If you come on the AM drive, you too will score three to four goals your next game. So, I mean, he's, he told us he wasn't playing well, and uh, he decided <laughs> to uh, prove himself wrong after that. So, uh, shout out Callum Crawford. Uh, and like I said, once you come on this show, you're guaranteed a Hattie or even greater. We're sponsored by Popple. Grow your brand by going to popl.co, entering the code AM drive, all caps, no spaces for 20% off. People you share with do not even need a popple. You can get a keychain pop socket, even credit card form. We got to get into it here. Zion Williamson is making progress, but still out indefinitely. Um, so you, you get the progress talk about like his bone is healing in his foot. He can finally start working out again. So he won't we won't see all these fat videos of him eating Doritos and drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> but here's the thing. We still have to wait, and we probably won't be this season. Good news for the Pelicans, Aaron. CJ McCollum and the Pelicans have been insane since, like, since that arrival in New Orleans. They've been really good. Um, as for the Pelicans, of like the like the Lakers lose a lot. Pelicans are the only team to like smash them. Like Lakers are always like in games, and like Pelicans wiped them out by twenty eight points. So Pelicans are not doing terrible without Zion, I'd say. No, I mean, obviously adding C.J. McCollum is an incredible boost for that young team. And, I mean, you know, it, it's all house money with these guys. No one has expectations for them. Yep. But, I mean, obviously that specific game, the pressure's all over the Lakers right now. What have they lost, like seven in a row? doesn't get any easier. The, the hill just keeps getting steeper and steeper for them. But, you know, shout out to, uh, shout out to the Pelicans. They're still playing hard. They still care. And uh, like you said, we'll see what the future holds most likely next year for that uh, organization with uh, with Zion because it's 
it may seem like everything's kosher, but uh, it feels like a rocky relationship. The beginning of it is maybe forming, and that's that's uh, never good with a star. They've already had one star bolt for those same kind of issues. Yeah, and that same star was also injured a lot. Interesting. Also true. Oh, let's get to hashtag MLB Twitter. I don't know if that's a thing because no one really cares about it. But um, players do, and players especially care about the lockouts. Um, Marcus Stroman was one very vocal guy that you even retweeted or quote tweeted on our page. <laughs> um, Aaron, this doesn't look good. I, I don't see this ending anytime soon. It seems like players are, are bent in their ways. Captain Lou had a great Facebook post for those of you that are friends with him on Facebook. Captain Lou was like, you know, they're trying to get all the things that they lost in 2015 or 2016 back with one swing of the bat, and it's just not going to happen like that. So this is not a, yeah. a good sign. Yeah, you know what? Shout out uh, Captain Lou with that. You know what? You're you're down by 30. You're not going to get it back on one drive. It's It's going to yeah. take time, and... You know, sitting here calling people names like man clown, like, like, come on, Stroman, Dumb. grow the hell up. Like, you're not helping yourself. And of course, you know, oh, oh, you know, fans, this man doesn't care about y'all. Don't get it twisted. Like, no crap. We know none of you guys care about us. Don't, yep. don't try to pander to us like you give a damn about yep. performing on the field for the fans. If that was the case, you'd give up $100,000. You'd meet in the middle to try to find a way to get this done. Because look, Marcus Stroman isn't the guy who's sweating out his next $675,000 payment. Marcus Stroman has gotten paid. Exactly. So for all intents and purposes, you guys are no, you know, angels here anyway. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just not a fan of, of, of taking this approach, taking this childish approach of, you know, I mean, look, Manfred is no saint either. And he is not, uh, he's not been great for baseball, but at the same time, like, he does. He works for the owners, yep. so he is going to address the situation as if he's the spokesperson for the owners. And the owners, at this point in time, have the ability to drag this out longer than the players. Not all players, but some players. Like like I've told you before, the they, the MLB is haves and have nots when it comes to financials for the players. You've got your Strowmans, you've got your Scherzers, you've got your uh, you know your Mike Trout's, Bryce Harper, etc., who are making three hundred, four hundred million dollar deals. And then you've got guys who are, I say this in jest because of the amount of money it is, scraping together to put, you know, to get their bills paid. Because I know that 675000 can take care of a lot of people. But, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is they are below the poverty line when it comes to MLB specific. And uh, it's hard for me to really feel like you care about the fans and those players when you are negotiating something that really doesn't affect you specifically. A couple of tweets here that I thought were 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 crazy. Um, well, first of all, the one that I thought was good out of this whole list is um the guy who who was it over here. Um, he said forty three days. The, oh yeah, something about like like they they helped us negotiate. Like they said so they something about forty three days like negotiating. I, I can't find it all of a sudden, which is fantastic. But then there's the other guys down there, like you said, the man clown. And the one guy who said, um, I'm, I'm terrible right now. This is so easily avoidable. That's what makes this even more frustrating. It was so easily avoidable, like Aaron said, to meet in the middle. Yeah. I mean, Mitch it's said it. I'm not, I'm not taking credit for that. Mitch uh, Mitch was the one that, that came up with that. And and like I said, you know, like, like, uh, uh, like Lou said, you know, you guys may have gotten screwed in 2010, but. You, if you guys think you're going to get it all back, the owners are going to win. Now, I'm not defending owners and the MLB by any stretch of the imagination. My point is that you're right. Baby steps. You get a little bit, you know, back on your plate here. Get the get the uh, get the younger guys. Get the newer guys. I do. There are a couple things. Like I said, I do like you know getting these guys paid out earlier in their career, so they're not stuck at like 29 trying to cash in on the big contract. I'm 100% on board for that. As far as the team control, that's one that I would like to see. But at the same time, for the owner's sake, I'd like to see expansion uh, expansion of playoffs. So for me, there's got to be something that we can meet in the middle because, I mean, I don't see a, a spot. And this could be the greed upon the owners as well. We'll, we'll expand the playoffs, um, but we won't give you guys, you know, it, it, I don't know. We're not standing in those meetings. 
but it seems more like we want to put each other down than actually come together and do something that's positive for the brand, uh, hashtag popple, and, uh, you know, a brand that's dying, a brand that's dying to a lot of you younger generation. It's sad because baseball's not dying, just MLB. Um, we are presented by Popple, P-O-P-O-C-O, but code AM Drive for 20% off. When we come back on this NLL Thursday, how some NFL talk. Matt LaFleur does not want to annoy Aaron Rodgers. Why? Um, Dolphins want to build around Tua, and Lamar Jackson is starting. The contract situation is getting ugly over there. We're right back to the AM Drive on 12-Ounce Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash amazon sign in and get shopping it costs you nothing and helps us that's www.tonsportsradio.com slash amazon thanks If you want the best merchandise in the sports universe, you have to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what, Mr. Aaron? You got to click the F. Simple. Yep. And when you click the F, the whole Fanatic store is open to your wants and needs, including NFL, NBA, MLB when it comes back, obviously. NLL. Hey, it's great stuff. It's all in one place. Don't go to the stores directly. Go to MikeAndAndDrive.com. It takes the same amount of time to just click the F and get on shopping. Every team from every every league with daily deals. They have like $24. Like if you spend $24, you get free shipping. That's a great deal. Absolutely. So, Fanatics with MikeAndAndDrive.com. Matt LaFleur does not want to annoy Aaron Rodgers. He said he doesn't want to keep on hounding him. And while I do get what he's saying, this comes across 
as a coach who's kind of tired of it. Um, it seems like Aaron Rodgers, this diva stuff just keeps on piling on, piling on, piling on. And while I don't like to just blame all their shortcomings on him being a diva, I feel like Packers fans should be scared of this message right here. Why would your coach, let's say, I don't want to annoy my quarterback. You're not so, when you hire the Tom Clements guy, obviously just to help with getting Aaron Rodgers here, you want him, you need him back. Jordan Love seems to not be the answer in the short time we've seen him. I'm just wondering, is Matt LaFleur getting tired of the whole shenanigans? What do you think? So when I read this uh, this article, the, my first thought was kind of, um, you know, Matt LaFleur kind of seems like that girlfriend <laughs> who doesn't want drama but wants drama. Says she doesn't want drama but wants drama. So, you know, you're a guy and, you know, you're, you guys are kind of, you know, serious but not too serious. You know, right now things may be, a little rocky or whatever. And, and, and the guy, Aaron Rodgers, just wants some time away from if it's you or if it's everybody like the retreat he went on, it's just, he just wants some time away from all of this. And you know, you've been texting and he hasn't been responding or if he has been responding, it's just the, you know, the simple K. Yes. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And albeit Matt LaFleur publicly was, but this is the text that you get. Well, you know, have a good day. I don't want to annoy you anymore. That's kind of how I get this well, you, vibe. You, that's funny. It's It just kind of feels more like he publicly said it versus sending Aaron that text. Now, I mean, right now we're kind of in the thick of uh, Matt LaFleur and the Packers really having to focus them their attention on, you know, future plans. The combine is going on. The draft will be here before you know it, you know. You know, Aaron Rodgers says he'll make his decision soon, but soon is such an open-ended term. Like, yep. why does Aaron Rodgers have to make a decision at all? Well, why do the why do the Packers have to sit here and wait on bated breath for Aaron Rodgers? They've got to figure out the succession plan. Tom Clements, if he's so good, he can hopefully do something with Jordan Love here. That would hopefully That's sixty-eight years old. <laughs> hey, man, if your mind's still good, it doesn't matter how old you are. If your mind's right. still fine, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, Bill Belichick's sixty-eight. Right. I think Nick Saban's seventy. You know, so there's nothing wrong with the age as long as he's still, you know, with mentally, you know, capable of doing those things. But, yeah, this is just I don't know. I mean, you have was it yesterday or two days ago? Um, you know, you have the the, the GM Kunst saying, you know, I haven't received any offers from anybody regarding Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and uh, Matt LaFleur basically saying, you know, I'm, I'm not going to annoy the guy. You know, we obviously. We'd obviously want him back, but we're not going to, you know, play, you know, the jealous girlfriend type role here in this spot. So for me, I just I think this is an unnecessary shot at Aaron Rodgers. But I, I do believe that Green Bay is potentially and not potentially, maybe even uh, assuredly preparing for life without Aaron Rodgers. And that doesn't necessarily mean trading him. He might just be done. They might just say, hey, look. Even if you want to come back, if you wait too long, you're just gonna sit on our bench. You're gonna start pissing us off, yeah. <laughs> you're just you're just gonna sit on our bench, or you're just gonna we're just gonna pay you to stay home. We're gonna see what we got in Jordan Love, and we're gonna lose you anyway. So let's let's see let's see what we got with Jordan Love. We're probably not keeping Devonte Adams at that point. Let's see what happens. Aaron Crouch, I have a um I have a thing for you. I know I haven't been in relationships, so I wouldn't know how. This is from the outside looking in, okay. Look okay. inside the ring on the finger, okay? <laughs> and I'm not even the marriage part of it. So you're married, but tell you've dated before, obviously. So mm -hmm. when I'm with, let's say I'm 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 um Matilda Lafleur, okay? I'm over here, like oh, I don't want to leave. I just want to leave him alone. He's his time. We're not married, so you know it's still open. Like, we're not connect like committed. You know I just want to leave him alone. You're telling all your friends, you know. Well, what if he's cheating? Oh, that's, that's okay. Don't worry about it. You know, he'll tell me. And he never tells you. He'll tell you soon, though, when things are right time. So I think Aaron Rodgers is cheating. Well, of course he's kicking the Does tires on some. Like that? He's kicking the tires on some other women, a.k.a. exploring all of his options. Mm -hmm. Retirement. Yes. You know, pop culture, you know, with the Jeopardy thing. I know he, 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 he entertained that last year. 
I'll do you one better or maybe worse, depending on how far down this rabbit hole we go. I think he was married. He was married for a long time to a woman he grew to hate, Mike McCarthy. Or Michaela McCarthy, let's call her that. Oh, Michaela, right, I got it. And now this is the new girl that maybe they had uh, some relations before the the divorce was official with Michaela. And now he's kind of tired of the new girl, too. And also, you know, he's Mm. tired of what his family says, which is the Packers organization, basically saying, dude, you got to grow up. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't necessarily want to grow up. Aaron Rodgers likes the life. He doesn't want to commit. He likes the life he's in. So right now he either has to go back and try to make it work with with the current uh, female or he can figure out if there's other, you know, girls out there that he wants to uh, to explore, like maybe a girl in Denver or maybe a girl in Pittsburgh or Ah. maybe, maybe a girl in Indianapolis that he wants to meet up with. So it's I know that that's that's probably maybe a, a a destruction of analogy there, but I love it. I I think Packers fans should probably prepare, expect the worst, and prepare for a chance that he may come back. Considering Cassandra Wentz is 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 leaving Frank Reich, I mean, <laughs> oh, we are getting off the. My point being is I've talked to a few Packers fans. It's a great analogy for this. It, it, it is. It is. It is. I mean, like. The grass isn't always greener. Like you go somewhere, yep. you're expected to win a Super Bowl again. Like I feel like if he stays in Green Bay, just having strong, successful seasons has kind of become his mo. So it won't be as bad. If he, it won't be as bad if he doesn't win one though. What if he goes to Berg or Denver and doesn't win, falls short? So he's not Brady. He's even more considered not the goat. That's stay my there, point. That's my point. That's my point. You. Staying in Green Bay, people kind of know the M.O. of you and the Packers. You do really well in the regular season. You get to some point in the playoffs and you quote-unquote choke. Let's just use that word for lack of a better one. You go to... John Rom. Sorry. <laughs> you're you're way too harsh on John Rom, by the way. Um, um, but if you go, like you said, if you go to Indianapolis and you replace Carson Wentz, who many people thought that team was a playoff contender, you make him a Super Bowl contender, I don't... I don't know if Pittsburgh is any better than Green Bay right now. If you put Aaron Rodgers on that, on, yep. on that, on that team it is now Denver is such an intriguing option because there's so many young weapons with Gordon Williams, Sutton, Judy, Noah Fant. There's so many weapons there. He could have everything at his disposal and possibly even somehow get Devontae Adams over there as well. And the defense is still pretty, pretty quality. Like that one's the most intriguing one to me. But again, they're in the AFC West against Mahomes. Carr and Herbert. So from a team standpoint, it sounds fantastic. But from an actual competition standpoint, that sounds like hell for me. You know, Jeanette Judy looking good over there, like a snack. Oh, my God. You're turning everybody into a chick now. Yes. But the NFL <laughs> quarterbacks is women. Let's move on. Um, right. How about Tamara Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Contract, Lamar Jackson. We're talking contracts here. Uh, this is one of my least favorite times of the NFL offseason is like like when Dak Prescott held out, boy, if I heard that one more day, I, I was going to release him myself. I was just here. Go on. Find somebody else to play with. Um, so Lamar Jackson, who I root for, I love. Aaron, here's a problem with this um, contract situation that I think is going to drag out. I'm predicting it now. Who's Lamar's agent, Aaron? I don't know if you remember who it is. Isn't it his mom? Yes. Someone made a... But I remember they talked about this before. Aaron, I think this will actually – I don't know if it's going to get as ugly as Dax did because you don't have the owner spouting off at, at the lips. But I think this will be low-key kind of a long situation. Maybe not a holdout, but don't be surprised if it lasts for longer than, it, than what it seems like it will. And because of right. his mom being – I'm not saying his mom's a bad person. I'm saying his mom wants what's best, and that's more – the agent may, you know, compromise a little bit. Well, and that's the situation here is basically Lamar and his team, a.k.a. family, have to right. be the ones to come to the table and address the extension because I believe unless something, you know, crazy lands in their feet, and I'm not sure who that is, maybe Deshaun Watson, I don't know, but unless something incredible lands in their feet, the Ravens have no – they got nothing but time because yep. they have, they have this, we're entering the fifth year of Lamar Jackson. 
Um, if he gets hurt again and it doesn't pan out, then no big deal. We can walk away from him. How Tyler Huntley showed flashes of being able to do some of the things that yes. Lamar Jackson was able to do. So it doesn't mean that Lamar is irreplaceable, even with his skill set. Now, I know that Tyler Huntley is uh, is a free agent as well, so I don't know what the plan is to bring him back. But a lot less money. If he gets through, <laughs> yeah, that's true. If he gets through this fifth season unscathed, has a quality season, God forbid wins an MVP, goes to a Super Bowl, any of those things, and the Ravens can tag him. So the Ravens are in no need to, to hurry on this. The question really is Lamar Jackson. He's kind of sitting almost in the same spot as Kyler Murray, where I believe they're one year different. Could be one, could be two. But the, the fact right. of the matter is, is I believe he's sitting there, hey, look, you know, a lot of these people, you know, are getting paid going into their fourth year or they're getting paid, you know, in, you know, after their third year, you know, Dak got paid, I believe, after his fourth year as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from Lamar Jackson's camp, why am I entering my fifth year and not have an extension? Do you guys love me? He's trying. I feel like he's trying to play the, you know, the Ravens don't love me. And the Ravens are like, hey, it's a formality with us. We just need you to come to the bargain table. And maybe that's a problem with the agent, with the mom. Like agents are constantly in the ears of the front office. And again, I don't know what Lamar's mom is doing, what she's what her plans are for negotiating a contract i'm not i would assume she doesn't have any kind of degree like an agent would have though not saying she's not smart i have a feeling she's not going to be she's going to do it a little bit differently than what an agent would do right and we saw what richard sherman did and it was a disaster for him right uh, ended up getting himself cut leaving a lot of money on the table uh i'm not going to disrespect lamar's mom because eventually i mean i don't know her i've never seen her publicly i don't know what her background is but the thing is is it seems like in my opinion, based on looking at this on the outside, she's the one kind of dragging her feet. You know, that camp is dragging yeah. their feet when basically the Baltimore Ravens have said, look, we're committed to you when you're ready to talk. And I wonder if maybe they just aren't ready to talk coming off an injury. Maybe, maybe Lamar is gambling on himself. Maybe Lamar is pulling the Joe Flacco route and gambling on himself. Well, I don't know. Dak. Lamar hasn't talked. Yeah, I think – with the Dak that's, that's Prescott, an anomaly, though. that's like not every quarterback is going to blow out their knee, though. How Dak got paid forty million dollars after blowing out his ankle is just beyond me. But that's just—I I don't know. I, I think this is a completely different situation, and I can't figure out what's going on through uh, what's going on going through Lamar Jackson and his team's mind because I still think that there's a good possibility that if he walked to the table today and said, "Hey, man, let me get something in the neighborhood of." 35 to 40 million dollars <laughs> they'd all hand him a pen hey oh. they'd, all, they'd, all, they'd all hand him a pen absolutely they would give Reminder, that to him. The, the guy who drafted lamar jackson who was really good at drafting guys retired well i think that year was he so was, Ozzie, this, was it ozzy newsom's pick yes that okay. was his final pick okay so i'm not saying they don't love him still i'm not saying hardball doesn't freaking love him because i'm sure he does I must say the offensive coordinator doesn't love him, who used to be with Colin Kaepernick, but don't be surprised if this gets ugly. Yeah, and he's one of those guys that, you know, we, we can say well, anything he gets paid is probably too high, especially if it's over $40 million. But right. it's unfortunately, that's just the way the NFL is going. You're going to be paying guys. Joe Flacco, by the way, ironically. Yeah, well, actually, I, yeah, probably Joe Flacco betting on himself. When they handed Matt Stafford like $35, $36 million <laughs> back in the day, everybody was like, that's so much money for a guy who just doesn't win football games. Well, there's 32 quarterbacks, and only one of them really wins the big game at the end of the year. So paying yep. people is just is just the nature of the NFL at this point now. So it's a tough, uh, tough spot. But I, I, if he wanted around $40 million, I'd, I'd hand him a pen myself. It's just, it's just what it is. Building around Tua, the Dolphins GM has faith in their quarterback and shuts down any Deshaun Watson rumors. This is an interesting one because Aaron, I think this speaks more about Deshaun Watson than it does about Tua. I think this Deshaun Watson situation is dragging out. I think Dolphins are tired of it. I think Dolphins are just trying to get on this boat now and saying, if you play next year, we don't care. We want to see what we have with our guy. See, there's more about Watson. Yeah, but the question is, what about Watson? Like, yeah, you're right. Like, how how does this story end for Deshaun Watson? Because we continue talking about he's going to come you know, back. 
yeah, he's going to come back. He's going to come back, you know, but I know, I know that basically a lot of this, these trials aren't going to happen until May. Yep. So like what happens with May? How do we bring it out? Is it civil? Is it criminal? Like what's going to end up happening? Are you going to, you know, is the NFL going to want a guy who's convicted of 15 sexual assault cases, albeit civil in their league? So uh, kicking the tires on this guy is continue. Like it's, it's, I think there's the, I think, I think the GM's lying. Deshaun Watson's never out of the picture. It's just the price tag is still too high for a, a lot of unknown. If we come June, July, or, you know, God forbid, you know, middle of preseason, and all of a sudden Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's price tags, two third round picks, they're going to risk it. But right now, right. when it's three, four first round picks and a starting quarterback, no, or a starting player, no, absolutely not. So uh, the Deshaun Watson talk will never be dead from any organization that needs a quarterback. Um, so I like to think that it's a vote of confidence for Tua basically <laughs> because there is no other option in the locker room right now. Building around Tua doesn't seem like quite the faithful thing to do for your franchise compared to the mass media, but we'll see how it works. I'd like to see Tua succeed, but it's, it's hard Me too. to, uh, it's hard to vision that. MightyNearandDrive.com, click the F, the best in sports merchandise and the best in NLL merchandise. Speaking of lacrosse. When we come back to the end drive on this NLL Thursday, Charlie B will join the show. And we've got some fun questions for him. What's it like being an entertainer? We'll explain next on the end drive on 12 Ounce Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash amazon sign in and get shopping it costs you nothing and helps us that's www.tonsportsradio.com slash amazon thanks We are joined here by Charlie Bennett on this NLL Thursday. Welcome to the show, Charlie B. But first, we want to let people know this show is presented by Vice Golf. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com. 
Click the Vice Golf logo for the best balls of the lowest price shipped right to your door. Vice Golf on the AM Drive is a what, Aaron? It's a hole-in-one, Mikey. Charlie, what's up, my friend? How are you doing today? Good, guys. How are y'all doing this morning? Doing, doing fantastic. Awesome. Happy to have you on. Mike, I know that this uh, this uh, man, Charlie, is in your neck of the woods, host of the Georgia Swarms in Arena Entertainment, also does work for the uh, Gwinnett Stripers, the AAA affiliate, I believe, of the Braves. Correct, Mike? Yes. All right. And uh, so I'll let you take the lead here because this is, like I said, you guys, this is hit home for you. Oh, four hours away from Atlanta, but <laughs> I still love going there. Thanks, Charlie B., for coming on the show today. Man, absolutely. And I, I, you know what? As much as my wife shops on Amazon, I just bookmarked your link. I think she's going to fund your show this next year because yes. you've got boxes at the front door. She hasn't even opened yet because she just every day the truck comes and she's like, I don't even remember what it is that I ordered. But she, there's a stack over here. And it's so we're going to fund your show this next year. So thank my wife. Shout out to her for uh, the new sponsor of AM Drive TV. 100%. Thank you very much to Mrs. Charlie B. Absolutely. 100% to that. <laughs> All right. I, I actually I this will be a fun seven because you're an entertainer. So let's get right into it. You are the on-field host and MC of the Gwinnett Stripes, like Aaron said, the Braves AAA affiliates. So, elephant in the room here, when the Braves won the World Series last year, how did their run affect the way you've entertained and entertaining going forward? I'll tell you what, man, it's it helps the crowd a lot because, like, you know, the Braves – World Series, and there was a little lull there. So in between, like, going into the playoffs and the World Series and all that stuff, we had guys coming into Gwinnett, and it's it easy to hype up and say, hey, come watch the future World Series Atlanta Braves while the regular Atlanta Braves are getting ready. And, you know, to see guys come from, you know, Gwinnett up, you know, we had Acuna, and we had Albies, and Freeman was a Gwinnett striper. Um, Riley was a Gwinnett striper. So, you know, these are all guys that we watched as young players in the locker room and on the field and you get to interact with and to watch them succeed, like the fans at Gwinnett feel like that those are their friends on the field. Um, you know, if you guys have been to a triple A game, there's so much fan interaction with the players, you know, in between innings, you know, the players are giving out balls and, you know, there's uh, one good family uh, that comes to the stadium, really good friends of ours that uh, every time there's a bat broken, the girl runs down there and the players like, no, like she's the one that's getting the broken bat, you know? And, and awesome. so when they see, um, you know, Riley take the field, they're like, man, that that's my friend that just saved the day, you know? And so it, it's really cool for um, the Gwinnett aspect as far as the fan base goes, because it feels like we're watching our family on the field. You know, sometimes yeah. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, okay. So I don't have a triple A affiliate over here in Savannah, we have this thing called the Savannah Bananas. I can only imagine how much better the Stripers get recognition. And bananas are like grown, grown like region wide down here. So it's pretty oh, impressive to see the Stripers, I'm sure. You know, the, the bananas are, are something different. And we talk about that all the time. And um, what they do there is just is something that we can't do, you know. And it's right. they, they've created their own thing. They're in their own league. Um, you know, we talk about um, promotions that we could do that – could compare to what they do, but they're, they're like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball right. is what they do, you know? And, and I just, I couldn't imagine like the look on like, you know, when we had Adam Devolve, I told him he's going to have to ride a horse to first base, you know, or something like that, you know, man. like the look on his face, you know, be like, man, come on. And, um, you know, we tried to do a couple funny things like, uh, um, little guessings like that. Like one year we did a promotion like that, you know, it was a three basketballs and then you had like the money ball. And so too, and I, you know, I told the kid, I was like, man, listen, you, you sink this money ball, you're going home with Sean Kazimar's car. Like, you're getting his car. And the kid's, like, freaking out. The Santa freaking out. He shot it, and I handed him a little Hot Wheel car. And I was like, man, this is Sean Kazimar's car man, right here. Like, this is his, you know? And the kid's, like, freaking out, you know? And, um, you know, good things coming. And we, we toyed around with, you know, we have the first pitch um, every baseball game. And our uh, promotions director, um, Kyle, who's absolutely awesome, he came up with this genius idea that we're going to throw around of having thrown out the first fish, but we're trying to figure out how to get like a, a fish, oh, fish up and then have somebody behind home plate with like a fishing net to catch it, you know, things like that, you know, that, that we can slowly get away with without the, without the league being like, Oh, okay, come on now. Oh, I, I dig, that. you know, I say, I dig that one. That one's a good one. Uh, speaking of the league here and uh, the MLB obviously is, uh, taking a taking a, a wrong turn here in the media. Obviously, the, the lockout is now in full effect. Games will be missed. How does that affect the AAA? How does that affect the minor league affiliates? How does that affect you guys in terms of 
your jobs? Like, are, are, is the AAA, is minor league uh, baseball still scheduled to happen, or is, is it all a trickle-down effect? No, we are, we are full speed ahead. Um, you know, it doesn't affect us at all. We're ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. April 12th is our home opener. Um, so we're going to be playing, I believe it's the Nashville Sound, which is a new league out of our new team out of Nashville, um, who were phenomenal last year. They, they played really good. Um, I think they finished second in our division last year. I'd have to look up and mm-hmm. see, but um, great team coming down. And then to top it all off, you know, we're the AAA affiliate of the world champions. So our April 12th game, we're going to have the trophy on site for pictures. Oh, um, so fans can show up to the stadium and get their picture with the trophy and then watch the only baseball that's happening right now. So it's right. that's a huge win for us. Um, you know, and then with AAA baseball, um, especially at our stadium, I mean, you can buy a $10 ticket and sit in the outfield. We have an outfield berm. You can bring a blanket, sit down and watch the game from the outfield. Or you can pay twenty dollars and sit right behind the dugout, you know. So AAA is so cheap. Um, and then, like I said, this year we're doing a lot of um, giveaways. As far as like, you know, we're gonna have the trophy, we're gonna have championship shirts and hats and giveaways wow. all year long. Um, so the Braves win the World Series really helped us out on a promotion standpoint. Um, it's nice to say that you're the best, you know. So it kind of helps to give away things when you're giving away the best. And you're the only, so that helps yeah. too. <laughs> Absolutely. So God, God for you. Oh, sorry, I say, God forbid, what happens to the MLB? You could be it for a while too. <laughs> Man, you know, it just—it's—it's it's such a weird thing, and you know, I try not to touch too much on it, um, you know, because I just—I don't know the insides and outs of it. But you know, I, I just—we want them to play. Um, and then, yeah, you know, course. my friend Mark Owen, who's the on-field host for the Atlanta Braves, uh, he tweeted the other day. He's like, "Hey, as long as we don't play baseball, we're still the world champions." Like, oh, until we is. play, until we play again, we're the best team in baseball. So you can't take that away from us. Glass half um, full. So I did- it's. Yeah, I do. Thanks for the insight on that stuff. That's that's more than I expected you to say. That's that's pretty awesome stuff there. And the the trophy's got to that's got to be beautiful in person. Have you seen it in person yet? I have actually. Um, so you know the we won the trophy, um, and then you know our front office from Gwinnett got to go over and see the trophy and Braves there and whatnot. And then uh, you know I wasn't able to go that day, and I was like, man, I was like, I'm gonna figure out how to see this trophy, and I reached out to the uh, Braves organization and got a chance. And I have a 10 month old today actually at home, little girl. Uh, her and my wife took her down. So we got a photo with my little one and the trophy. Um, so now if I can just figure out how to get in touch with the national championship trophy. My little girl knows nothing but winning here in Atlanta. Like she oh she Lord. was born into the right era because the Atlanta Braves are champions. Georgia Bulldogs are champions. Atlanta Falcons finished fourth place. That's as good as I think we're going to get <laughs> in our division. So we know nothing but championship here in this household. It's kind of nice. Hopefully she's on 60 waiting for the next one. Let me stop. Um, so... Um, <laughs> I do have a question. And I, first of all, I just realized stripers are a fish in the first fish. I got them slow. So that's clever, even more so than I thought it was. Yeah, Kyle, um, Kyle's a genius. Our, our yes. guy that puts all this together, I mean, he's a genius and good at what he does. That's awesome. Um, So this is an NLL Thursday, and that's how I found you was looking up, you know, cross guys who are well-known. Yeah. We're huge in NLL fans now. We've been doing picks the last couple of weeks. And like I said, I live in Georgia, home of the Swarm. What's it like being on-field host for the Gwinnett Stripers versus being an arena host and MC for a lacrosse club like the Swarm? Is what's the differences like? What's the atmosphere like? Um, it's one hundred percent. The answer is is energy. Um, so I got the Swarm with the job, I guess, the season before COVID hit, oh. and a good friend of mine, uh, Nikki Williams, who's in who's done radio and TV here in Atlanta. Um, she messaged me and said the Swarm was looking for an on-field host. Uh, Mark Owen, I believe, did it before me, who's also with the Braves. Right. And they reached out. And, um, you know, I sent them uh, a promotion tape and everything else like that. And, you know, it was like Tuesday. Season starts on Saturday, by the way. And this is like Tuesday. Um, never seen a pro lacrosse game in my entire life. And so, you know, they reached out to me and I sent them the stuff. And then I didn't hear from them. And my wife's like, well, did you ever hear back? And I was like, no. Nah. I was like, clearly obviously they just didn't want me or whatever it was. And then Friday, I get a phone call saying, like, oh, my goodness, like, we thought we'd already sent you all your paperwork. Can you be here tomorrow? To get, you know, call time yes. at 4 o'clock. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, absolutely. I was like, what do I need to know about lacrosse? And they're like, crash course. Here's the team, the players. By the way, we just won the championship the year before, so we are the best, you know, and welcome to the team. And so I got in there. And, you know, with, with baseball, we do promotions between innings. So it's – you know, I, I know, you know, sometimes, you know, in baseball, you know, there's times like we have, you know, 17 hits in an inning and it drags on and, you know, pitchers are throwing 50 pitches, you know, to one batter who keeps foul ball, foul ball, and so two. And then like, 
you know, third outcomes and you, you know, there's long stretches of stuff. Yes. Um, and so it's, it's easier to set out my schedule, you know, like I, I realized like, you know, when this inning ends, I've got, you know, three outs to get to the other side of the stadium or whatnot with lacrosse. Everything we do is based on timeouts per minute. So like, so we're like, whatever the first timeout is after the 10 minute break, I'm on whatever the first timeout is after the five minute break, I'm on. But sometimes that first timeout could be at the six minute mark because of the way play goes. So, you know, I'm on and then literally 60 seconds later, I'm back again. So you don't have time to, they're like, Hey, you got 60 seconds, other side of the arena go. And you're like, Oh my God. That's wow. And, you know, with stinger and toe, you know, um, and which by the way, too, like I'm blessed with, um, two of the greatest mascots in sports chopper, absolutely amazing stinger. Absolutely amazing. Like I love watching them <laughs> perform and I, I can't figure out, you know, we, we get the question all the time. Like, how are you guys a striper fish? But your mascot's a groundhog, you know, and it's like too. And I was like, well, as I guess, you know, the answer is like that is like, well, like look at Chopper. Like, do you want to go fire him? Like, if you would, if you want to fire him, you go to let him know he's fired, you know. And uh, they're like, no, we'll, we'll deal with the groundhog. So it <laughs> it, it works, you know. Just tell them the fish don't have legs, so it's hard to move around the stadium. So yeah, we got a groundhog. The fish instead. tank was only so big, like we could only do so much with them. <laughs> um, but the arena, like when at arena where the Swarm play, which is now Gaslight District, um, is the yeah. sponsor for this year. Uh, you know, pre-sale to every game is seven, 8,000 is our pre-sale. So before gates open, we're expecting a crowd of seven, 8,000. Wow. And then the game starts and, you know, another th- two, 3,000 come in. So there's nice, I believe our, we were on ESPN plus our last home game um, or actual ESPN. We were the highlight games. So we were actually not off plus, but we were on ESPN. Yeah. The news and, are right. Yeah. Regular one. Yeah. Correct. Right. And, uh, ESPN news. And we expected, I think we had our, by the time we hit third period, we had our second largest crowd, I think, in uh, Gwinnett history at that Love game. It. So it's, and, and you've been to the games, you've seen our, our goal dance, you know, the team scores and everyone in the arena is up in synchronization, going crazy and the air horns are going off and the fog machines and the lights. And, you know, there's, there's sometimes like when these games end, um, you know, I'm driving home my heart's pounding, like driving home about a 30 minute drive from the arena. It's so two. And there was like one time, I think my very first game, actually, like I literally had to pull over and like decompress before I drove the rest of the way. And I was like, man, this is insane. Like it just, it's the atmosphere at, you know, the swarm games is just insane. Safe to say you're a lacrosse fan now like us, huh? Oh man, absolutely. Like I'm just in depth, you know, I watch them on the road. Uh, you know, it's, it's so convenient. You know, we have the, you know, all local ESPN plus you can watch the games. Love, um, I love ESPN plus for that, which is amazing. And then all our area taco max, like we have six taco max in the area that all stream the game live. So wow. um, a lot of times we do watch parties. Um, our arena announcer, Tim Hackney, who's absolutely phenomenal. You heard him, you know, he announces, you know, that's the one thing coming with pro lacrosse is like, he is talking the entire game, like the entire game. He's like, come on, come on, come on, you know? And then, you know, we score and they score and, you know, uh, it's just, it's such a, a great, great atmosphere with him. But, you know, him, myself, and Stinger um, will host watch parties at some of the local Taco Max in the area, depending on the away games. Like, we'll get together and then fans come out. So it's kind of cool to, again, it's that family atmosphere um, that you get with Gwinnett. You know, Swarm is, is just as family oriented as well as far as the fan base goes. I love that. That's a pretty awesome. What is, okay, Mike, uh, you guys got to help me. What's a Taco Mac? Is that a restaurant? I'm not sure what yes. that is. Yes. Nice, okay. Yeah, talking about like a nice sports bar. You know, you walk okay. in, you've got three hundred beers on draft, but everyone orders Bud Light because it's two fifty. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and then you have the TVs everywhere, so it's it's a cool place to watch sports. And you draw other fans in, like we, um, you know, there, I can't tell you how many times we've been at a Taco Mac and watching the games, and people kind of come over and start inquiring, and then we'll give them. What is this? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you guys watching? Oh, this is Georgia Swarm. You know, do you guys know that we're champions? Like, you know, they're another championship team here in Atlanta. Um, and you know, we'll give them tickets to a game. And next thing we know, we see them the next three or four games, they're back with their families. So the free tickets just turned into, they bought season tickets for the rest of the year, you know, and, nice. and they're right. hooked, you know, and it's awesome. So. Well, I can say me being out here in Las Vegas, we're getting a team soon. So I'm excited for all of these things too. And, uh, you know, I, we are adopted Saskatchewan rush fans to start yeah. out with here, but you know what? <laughs> I will say this, there's, a lot of people we've talked to from all these different teams. We've talked to Riptides. We've talked to Colorado Mammoth. We're not talking to somebody from the Swarm. Like, it's hard to really develop a rivalry with anyone. I love I love you all. I really do. <laughs> you, guys, 
you guys are all exciting and you just your love of the sport from on the field to in the stands. Down to earthness. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. it's just awesome. It's just awesome to see. And I'm looking forward to it when it comes to Vegas as well. It's it's gonna be a good time, you know. And then the players, you know, we do um after every game we do player autographs. So the players leave wow. the locker room, they go upstairs, um, sign autographs, interact with the fans. And all season long, because of COVID protocols or whatnot, you know, we haven't been able to do that. And so our last home game, um, we finally opened back up to interviews. Some of the players were like, yeah, let's do it. You know, we're ready to go. Um, let's just see what happens and, and go with it. So we opened up interviews. So Lyle Thompson and some of the other guys. I'm say, does that include Thompson? <laughs> yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're signing autographs and, and back in with the fans, you know, and, wow. and the fans love that, you know. And that's the one thing I describe, like, like Lyle Thompson's like watching Michael Jordan play basketball. Man, that yes. guy. I mean, half his goals are vertical through the air. Like, doesn't make sense how they score, and he does it. I'm like, that he takes over games. Make, yeah, if he doesn't make you a fan, nobody will. Like, it just right. Mm, love it. Um, Rochester Nighthawks, I believe, are, are the team this Friday. We're making our picks next. Um, give me a reason why the Swarm will win this game as we let you go, and tell me about yourself and promote yourself on the way out here. No, absolutely. I mean, we're bringing home the win Friday night because it's Sting City. Like, the atmosphere in there, like, home field advantage in lacrosse is such a huge thing. And yes. the fans at Sting City bring it every time. Like, it is loud energy in there. Um, you know, I just – sometimes, like, we have a decibel meter and some two, and, you know, it just – that thing is, like, through the roof. And my watch nice. is going off all the time saying, like, you're too loud. Step outside. You're going to damage your ears. Like, my watch is telling me that. And I'm like, shut up. I'm ready to go, you know. And, um, and so, I mean, that really is it, you know. And as far as the game winning, I mean, just I just don't see how we lose a uh, game. You know, we're coming off our last home win. Um, and the guys are pumped. They love winning at home. And let me tell you what, you know, I, I know every team is probably the same, but I mean, you see it in our guys' eyes. Like, um, our team captain, Shane Jackson, who's the reigning league MVP. He's great. Um, absolutely phenomenal. Great guy. When we lose a game at home, you can see it in his face. Like, he is so distraught. I mean, he wants to win, but he just, right. like, the team feels like they let the fans down. So, they, these guys push hard. They, they fight uh, nail biters at home to win. Um, you know, it's Friday night. We have, uh, it's ladies night at the arena. Oh. Um, so, we have, you know, promotions, giveaways, stuff like that. But what we have the opportunity is uh, April 16th, we're doing a diamond drop. So, Terrifying Jewelry uh, is giving us a diamond pendant. Uh, and so too, all the ladies can sign up and I can, I'm going to send you guys a video from last year. Please. We pile, we pile a couple thousand women into the arena and, um, parachutes drop from the sky. Uh, we drop all the parachutes out of the roof. So like, there's like a thousand women and then like 500 parachutes. So not everyone's getting a parachute oh, but inside one of the parachutes. They're going home with the diamond pendant. So huh. if that Very cool. you to come to the game Friday night. Ladies, you know, men, bring your women. That's how you talk them into coming. I'll find you know, someone. If you want to go to a sports game, girlfriend, hey, we're going to go watch sports. But you have the opportunity to sign up and win a diamond. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. There you go, Mike. Nice. Date night. There you go, I'm buddy. I'm trying to find me one now. <laughs> right? Sign up, find someone, call a sister, uh, whatever, win yourself a diamond. And then once you have the diamond, it's going to be easier to get a date. So, <laughs> Right. As you run out of time here, give me some Charlie B promotions as we let you go, pal. Man, just like I said, just excited for the season. Um, absolutely love what I get the chance to do with the team. Uh, best part about it um, is, one, is meeting with you guys to have opportunities like this, man, but it's the fans. Absolutely love um, walking. I love walking through my hometown and seeing people in stripers gear and swarm gear and stuff too. And then they just, I get random, like random, like high fives, man. Like, hey, you know, let's go swarm, let's go whatever, and, and going out and stuff like that too. And, um, you know, it's, it's really as the fans, you know, like there was a lot of last season I missed. My wife and I had a baby, so I took some time away. And, yep. you know, the, the fans of Gwinnett thought that I had quit last season. So I was getting phone calls like, we need you, we need you, and come back. And so, too. so I just, you know, uh, just it's amazing. We want to thank the fans for all they do. Thank you for coming out to the arena, to the stadium. Uh, the Swarm are going strong. We got a, a lot of season left. Um, we started off slow, but the boys are on fire. Um, and that takes us right into Gwinnett baseball, which is going to be the only baseball in Atlanta unless Major League gets it together yep. in the next few weeks. Um, so, you know, fans come out. You know, we want to see. We got a championship team in Gwinnett. Um, you know, we got the championship team from Atlanta. We got the future stars coming up. Um, a lot of giveaways, a lot of promotions. I mean, anything you want. Mm. Um, and if you guys want as well for Friday night's game, if any of your fans want to message in, guys, um, I got two tickets on me for Friday night's game. If anyone wants to come, um, just shoot me a message between now and tomorrow if any of your fans want to 
message out and say, hey, I want to come. You know, the game's on me tomorrow night, so just let me know. V Charlie B. Yeah. Awesome. Man, that's so much, that's man. Fair. It's a lot of fun. And, um, you know, anytime we come back and hang out, you know, we can discuss why the, the Falcons need to move Matt Ryan and all the other stuff that goes with <laughs> oh, it. Oh, chill. That, that's a whole other subject, <laughs> you know, for Atlanta sports. But, you know, you know, anytime, man, look forward to, to joining you guys again. Oh, Thank we're, you we're, so much. You're definitely Absolutely. coming on again. Awesome, guys. We'll enjoy, uh, we'll enjoy the rest of the show. We'll see you guys soon. Thank all you right. so Sounds much, great, Charlie. Man. Thank you. I'll see you guys. Bye. Wow. I love these guys. You asked for the energy and he delivered tenfold. You knew it was going to happen and it just incredible. Uh, love to oh. see the energy of somebody who's promoting, uh, you know, two sports here, triple a baseball and, and, and national league lacrosse, something that doesn't necessarily get a lot of love, you know, across the nation. But I will tell you this though, the NLL community, uh, you know, does a great job. You know, we're new to the community. So, and everybody's just been so, you know, nice, wonderful, and they love what they do, and they love being a part of it, and they're happy to obviously grow the game and spread the word. So we're we're happy to be able to give them that platform. And like you said, if you're in the Atlanta area and you're checking it out, we're going to post it on social media as well that Charlie B is, uh, you're going to be his guest of honor to Friday night's game versus the uh, Rochester Nighthawks if you are in the Atlanta area or uh, or surrounding areas. Free tickets to the Swarm game, baby. Sting City. All right. Things love it. Week 14 picks, Mr. Aaron. I thought we might as well skip a commercial break. Love, Charlie. Thank you so much again, Charlie, for coming on at the Charlie B. Okay, Aaron, you ready for him? Absolutely. Let's roll. All righty. I've already made my picks. My picks are locked in. We went, you went three and three last week. I went five and one. You're still seven and five on the year. I'm nine and three. Nighthawks, Charlie B swarm. I got Swarm anyways. How about that? Oh, yeah. I, I got Swarm just based off how intense the arena is going to be. Sting City. I mean, if if that guy is hyping you up, it shouldn't. It should be no contest. Swarm by 100. Woohoo! Um, also on Friday, the Calgary Rupnicks and the San Diego Seals. Great animal, by the way. I'm going with the Seals to win. They're rolling on all cylinders. They're rolling on all cylinders. <laughs> hey yo. I know they are coming off a loss here, but they are 6-2. Yes. Um, and uh, where is this game at? Is it in Calgary? It's in San Diego. No, uh, They're only 2-2 two and two at home, but I'm going to still take the Seals to get right. the win here. Saturday, um, the Vancouver Warriors and the Halifax Thunderbirds. Listen, Halifax has won four straights. They're riding high. I don't care. I'm going to Vancouver. I think the hometownness has worn out. I got Warriors in an upset. Uh, I'll take the Thunderbirds. I uh, I can't trust anybody that loses to an expansion team. So bye bye oh. Vancouver. Toronto Rock and the um, New York Riptide. Listen, it took four goals from Callum Crawford against this team last week at home. I expect a thirteen to twelve Rock win. I love you, Callum. I love you, Jake. Sorry, not this time. All right. Well, I love you, Callum. I love you, Jake. Uh, let's say Callum and Jake <laughs> combine for four goals in a riptide victory, and that's two in a row. And as Coach Lou Brown says, that's what we – or was it one more? And that's what we'll call a winning streak. So let's go. Woo-hoo! Let's go. Let's go riptide here. All right. Um, Buffalo Bandits, the almighty Buffalo Bandits, and the Albany Firewolves. I got 15-plus goals for Buffalo. This one might get scary for Albany fans. You know, it's hard to go against Buffalo. They just keep rolling on all cylinders. They don't give up a lot of goals. Uh, yeah, give me the Bandits. There is parody in the NLL, but not this time. Um, <laughs> and finally, Panther City, I'm sorry. The Saskatchewan Rush whooped you guys 16-7 to when they were struggling. I know Panther City just got a win. Now this time, Rush on the road. I'm kind of uh, kind of discouraged that I'm not going to hear "Save by Penny" from our boy Save Cody Jansen. Save by Penny, that was a great but, call. But someone's going to be saying it because Saskatchewan is going to blanket this Panther City Lacrosse Club. Congratulations on your win versus Vancouver, but you are going to get destroyed. I'm going to say Saskatchewan puts up 18 goals in this contest. I'm digging NLL Thursdays, by the way. Hundred percent, absolutely, and. You know, Charlie B just took my excitement level to the next level. He turned it all the way up to 11. That was I'm going to have to be an arena host now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? You come move out here to Vegas. Las Vegas has got an NLL team coming. You might be the host. Depends on the name of the team. Go ahead. 
okay, fair enough. So that's going to go ahead and do it here for us on NLL Thursday. Special thanks once again, shout out, and much appreciation to Charlie B., the in-arena host of the Georgia Swarm in Sting City, and of course the on-field uh, MC of the Gwinnett Stripers as well. Looking forward to them starting their baseball season. Uh, but for us, that's going to do it here for the show. Catch us tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. But until then, make sure you're checking out the socials at AM Drive TV and the sponsors at MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Sounds like we might be uh, uh, in the green with uh, Charlie B's wife buying all that Amazon Ooh, stuff. So uh, for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. Once again, thank you to all of you for tuning in and supporting, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Drive safe.